Hello. Hello. This is nerve-wracking, but at the same time, I'm actually so excited because this is such a nice opportunity to be able to do this. But um, the theme that we've been focusing on is overcoming, so that's what I've... I've titled my little presentation Overcomers, and I'm going to start by, by praying, actually. So I pray that everyone in here, Father, I pray that their hearts are open to receiving your revelation And I pray that the words that I speak are not from me, but it's your spirit through me that is going to touch their hearts. I pray that their ears, their physical ears and spiritual ears are open to hearing your voice clearly. Whether they apply what I say today or tomorrow or next week, but I I pray that they will apply it to their lives because that's what I put together. In Jesus' name, amen. So when it comes to overcoming, sometimes we can think that, oh, God may give us more than we can handle, but... God does not give us more than we can handle. And that's, not, that's in reference to Jesus, because when he went through what he went through, when he was getting whipped and mocked and laughed at, if he was not able to handle that, he would not have been able to fulfill God's promise. He would not have been able to die for our sins so that we could live. So when we have our struggles and our pain, we need to remember that the man we serve, he was able to handle it, so why can't we? We need to remember that we can go to him because he understands what it is like to be in turmoil, to be in pain, to be mocked, to be undervalued and unimportant and feel like people don't love him. He got betrayed by one of his disciples. So if someone close to you hurts you, it will hurt, of course. But remember that Jesus, you know what, he can actually help me through this because he's been through it himself. Next slide, please. So I chose to use... The scripture, John 1, 14. Yeah. So this is the New Living Translation. And it says, The word became flesh and um, and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only Son who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. And then the New King James Version says, And the word became flesh and dwelt among us. And we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. So not once in there did they mention that the word became Jesus, but the words we can use to see that it's actually about Jesus. In the New Living Translation, it says, the glory of the one and only Son. And in the New King James Version, it says, the glory of the only begotten. And if you fast forward to John 3.16, we know the scripture that, for God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son. So even though they're two different translations, we can use them both and take out words to have an understanding that, oh, the word, that means the word became Jesus, which means Jesus is the word. So, and we also know that Jesus is the way, the truth, the life. So if Jesus, the man that we serve, is the way, the truth, the life, then that means that the word is the way, the truth, the life. So that means... Whatever scriptures we see, and next slide, please, actually. I chose this scripture, Deuteronomy 31.6, and it says, Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or terrified because of them, for the Lord your God goes with you. He will never leave you or forsake you. So we've now established that Jesus is the word, so he's the way, the truth, the life, which means the word is the way, the truth, the life. So when it says he will never leave you nor forsake you, that means Jesus will never leave you. 
Jesus will never forsake you. So when you're in your pain, when you feel like you're alone, when you feel like, oh, I can't see God, I can't feel him, is he there? He said in the words that he will never leave you or forsake you. And if you believe in Jesus Christ and you know that he's the truth, you lift his name on high, you serve him, then why not follow the word? Why not stand on the scripture? When you're in that time of pain, cry out to him, say, Jesus, I'm lost right now. I don't know what to do. There's no one around me. I don't know where I'm going. But you said in your word that you will never leave me. You will never forsake me. You have to stand on it and make it firm and show him that you believe who he is. And his word is not a lie because his word is him. So if his word is a liar, that means Jesus is a lie. And is he a liar? So, yeah, those are two scriptures that I chose to use. The John 1.14, which shows evidence that Jesus is the word. And then Deuteronomy where it says he will never leave you nor forsake you. Those are two scriptures that I chose to use so that everyone here could stand on them to try and meditate on them and have more of an understanding and to apply it to their lives. Because I never used to really want to read the Bible. I used to find it quite boring and I didn't understand it. But I've wanted to learn more about the Bible. I wanted to get more of it in me because more of the word is more of Jesus. And I want more of Jesus. And I also thought, Sometimes we could think, is Jesus there? Or like, who am I speaking to? I can't even see him. But think about when Jesus was going through his pain. Could he see God? Could he feel God? But he still called out to him. He still understood that he's going to be there for me because he knew who he was. And Jesus dying allowed us to have that relationship with God. It allowed us to be able to know who he is. So that when we're in that same pain, oh wait, Jesus, he had someone. So I've also got someone. But at the same time, Jesus died for us. So, and he went through all of that pain. So when we feel like, oh, this is too much, or Lord, how long, or why me? Why is it always me, or how long is this going to last? Jesus didn't do that. He wasn't like, oh, God, no, no, choose someone else, choose someone else. He didn't say, Lord, oh, please, please, how long is this going to last? And I thought about it myself. He died, so he went through all of that physical pain. And then even though he died and went through all of that, he still took on our sin. And we all know if you have sin, where are you going to go? Hell. So after all of that, Jesus still went hell. He didn't say, Lord, now this? Jeez. He just went through it because he knew what it would cause for us. He knew that it would be able to give us life and be able to lift up God high. So when we go through our pain, we have to understand that someone that we serve went through the same pain, if not worse. So why not call out to him? Why not stand on him? Why not lift his name on high and cry out to him? Because he will be there. He said he will never leave us nor forsake us. And we've established that the word is not a lie because the word is Jesus. So next slide, please. Yes, in our time of need, it may seem like we're alone because we cannot physically see or touch God. But just remember that our Lord and our Saviour, Jesus, also could not see or touch God. Yet he still stood on God's promise and God's will for his life. So why not work together with the one man that literally understands every sort of pain that we could feel or go through? Jesus literally knows what it is like to be in turmoil, to be in pain, to feel alone. But he still went through it and he still called out on the Father and stood on him. So why not call out to him? Because through him... We are overcomers. Thank you for listening to our podcast today. 
You may have been a Christian for a long time, or you may be exploring the possibilities of a relationship with God. Wherever you are in your journey of life, please feel free to contact us at Woolwich Community Church if you would like any further information on today's message. We will be happy to talk with you, pray with you, and help you in any way we can. Please see the information below in our bio on how to get in touch with us. Have a blessed week and God bless.